The South Congress Podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is What's the Fun in That? The podcast where we discuss our passion for games and we discuss the innovation and fun in them. I'm yours, Quincy. Gamer tagging it as Kevin Vice. Today, we have a very special episode for you today. Today, we're talking about gaming and Christmas. I know everyone has that one gaming story about that thing they always wanted for Christmas or wanted to discuss all of their favorite traditions and the things that make Christmas and gaming very special for them. So today, we're bringing you those stories. So sit back, relax. In November, I pick up one of my kids from school, and before he even puts on his seatbelt, he starts telling me about what he thinks is the coolest thing. Some of his friends have brought Beyblades to class, and he's telling me all about it. You can hear the enthusiasm and excitement in his voice. And he asked for one for Christmas. So, you know, you got to give him the usual, keep grades up, don't get in trouble, clean your room. But in my head, I am so excited for him because he's not ready. It brings me back to when I was a kid. I remember some of my friends had brought some of those old Tiger's electronic toys. Y'all know y'all remember those. It had like one or two buttons. It had like a static display. It only made like four sounds total. Well, they had the Sonic version of those. And so I remember like, yo, that was the coolest thing ever. I gotta get me one too. So I put on my Christmas list, Sonic Tiger electronic toy. And really didn't think nothing of it. Because, you know, as a kid, you don't really get what you want. So Christmas rolls around. And your boy was like looking for something about, you know, the thin, small, plastically shape and what it may be enclosed in. So looking through my presents, trying to find what maybe is. So I start with the smaller stuff first. Finding socks, gloves, kind of bum. And then I start to open the larger boxes. You know, the larger boxes usually got your pants, shoes, jackets. And I grabbed this one box and it had a bit of a weight to it. And I start to peel the wrapping, and boom, it, it wasn't what I wanted. It was even better. Mom's got your boy a Sega Game Gear. Yo. This was a thousand times better than one of those little tiger electronic toys Mom's came through. It was one of my biggest and favorite Christmas surprises ever to this day. So you already know, when my little man opens his present up on Christmas, I'm hoping to have a big surprise for him. Pass that joy on to him, like my mom's did for me. Hi, my name's Pixie Pugh, otherwise known as Ray family traditions are a big part of the Christmas experience. Pixie joins us today to share with us her family tradition, how they change, how we continue to maintain those as we get older. We used to do it every year when I was about maybe 10, going up maybe 10 to 13 to 14 years old. My parents and my sister and our two cats, every Christmas we would go to the cottages at Somerset. 
and so we'd take our video game consoles because my parents are gamers so we would take all of our video game consoles and take the cats and we travel all the way up to somerset which is sort of country sidey so there wasn't really anything around it was literally just the intermediate family and the games and that's it so um we got there we sat up um we got the fireplace on put the ps1 ps2 in bought the little multiplayer dongle that you could use on the ps1 and ps2 like on crash bash so you could um play what tekken no you don't need Oh no, you do need four controllers for Tekken Tag 2. No, Tekken Tag, the first one. Okay, well there you go, you know what I mean. Um, we would have played Wipeout, Roll Cage, Crash Bash, Crash Team Racing, uh, Tomb Raider, because even though that's not technically multiplayer, the way that we would do it is Let's say dad was playing first. When dad dies, he'd give it to mum. When mum dies, she'd give it to sis. When sis died, she'd give it to me. And then we'd like circle around that way. So we'd all technically be playing the game together. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few other games. I'm trying to think. Spyro is more of me and sis. So if mum and dad weren't playing, they'd probably watch us do that. Oh, and we brought the Mega Drive with us. Of course we did. So we would play um, Cannon Fodder. And obviously Sonic 2 and Sonic 3, because that was multiplayer. And the parents could never get as far as me and sis could. We were just way better co-op partners. And um, so we would be sitting down on the floor normally together on whatever TV happened to be inside that house. And we would let the cats out, which was a bit of a gamble, because it's like, oh, they've never been here before. Hopefully they come back. Hopefully they don't kill the farm animals as well, because there were chickens and stuff around where we were. But we let out our cat, we play some games, have some food, go back to the window, and the cat came back, no blood. So it was like, oh, yay! We're all just able to be like, oh, we're in a lovely new environment. We're able to sit down and play games together and, you know, have a really nice Christmas experience. Um, I don't think we've done it since my sis and I went to our universities because we went to a place really far away from home. So we went home for about four or five years. So it kind of stopped that. But we we kind of, since we're all in the same house at the moment, we've kind of got the same idea going because we're now all, mum and dad are obviously already adults, but me and sis are, she's 30 now and I'm 27. So we don't really, we don't, I don't think we're doing Christmas presents this year. Not because nobody needs anything, but for the most part, if we wanted something, we would have already bought it. So what we're doing is um, buying hampers or food and we're just going to make that cottage environment, but at home. And because we've got more consoles than we did when we were younger um, and we've got more party games, I was actually planning on streaming some of like mum, dad and my sissy playing some multiplayer games. So we're still doing what we used to do when we were younger, except for we're in the house and we've got all of our food around us. So we don't need to go anywhere and we can just keep the multiplayer games going. Thank you, Pixie, so much for sharing that story. Next guest, Silas tells us about his focus and determination to get that one special gift. <laughs> 
yeah, so it was like, what, 1997? And they'd like drop that first TV trailers and everything for Ocarina of Time. Uh, and I was like nine years old. And I like played a lot of games with my dad and everyone else when I was little, like my uncles. I remember like playing Super Mario 3. And I wasn't really like super into video games at that point. Like I was a kid and I liked them. But I remember watching that first trailer and they show Link on a pony like running across Hyrule Fields and it's like that like little harp noise. Horses like galloping across. And I was like nine years old and I think like that was the moment I lost my mind. Like I was obsessed from then on. Like, I didn't even know anything about the game. And there was no real like way for me to know anyway. Like I didn't have the internet. Game Informer wasn't nearly as big. Like, I don't know, none of the stuff existed. So like, it was just me obsessing over this trailer that I would occasionally see on TV and wanting to play it super bad. And normally, I never really had, like, a problem. Um, like, as a kid, my parents always were like, nah, man, you were really chill. Like, you never, like, complained or threw a temper tantrum at a toy store. Like, that was never really me. But I wanted this game so bad. I had a bunk bed with my two other brothers, and then my sister stayed in the other room. And one night, like, I just carved Zelda 64 into the bunk beds that are still in my mom's house. Uh, and I just ate a bunch of shit for it. Because, obviously, like, I'm carving up shit. I'm just like, what's your problem, man? Like, what are you doing? And I was just like, dude, I, I don't know. I'm nine, and I don't know how to handle anything, and I want this so bad. <laughs> so, finally, I didn't think I was getting the game, because I got a lot of trouble for that. And my mom freaked out. Like I said, because my dad took me, like, a few weeks before... Because we went, and we went to Best Buy, and, you know, like, back then, like, different than it was now, and it was, like, basically just, like, a big open store, which I guess it kind of is, but it was mostly, like, just movies and, like, computer stuff and some other random crap. And they had this whole wall section with games, and they had, like, the, the playable version of Ocarina of Time. And I had to sit there for, like, 45 minutes, like, my dad was trying to pry me off that thing. And then, you know, Christmas Day rolls around, and I wanted to just stay home. Yeah, so we, we go, and I have to go to my grandmother's house that day, and I'm super not excited about it because I hate all my cousins, and I'm going to have to be there till like, 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'd, like, been eyeing under my, like, dad's little Christmas tree where this, uh, or at least where I thought the N64 was going to be, and I was super excited for it. So we wake up. It's, like, 9 in the morning. We go over to my grandmother's house. My whole family's there and everything, and they're kind of, like, getting situated, my uncles and everyone. And my dad grabs me, and he's like, hey, man, let's go downstairs. So we go, and my grandmother lived in this row home. So our basement was small, and it was kind of like in the side door. So you, like, you sneak down these like kind of old wooden steps, and you go around. They'd like, refurbish this whole little area, and they had this old-ass like big tube TV down there. Like, the speakers that are built into the side of it, it was like a beast. The thing had to weigh like 200 pounds. And my dad had hooked up the N64 already to the TV. It was already on, and I come down, and he had Ocarina Time like in the car, like in the system, already running. And I come down, and I'm looking at, you know, like it on and Link running across Hyrule Field, and it blew my mind. like down there and it's already running and my dad was just like hey man so you're here everyone else is gonna be showing up later you've probably got a solid three hours before anyone realizes you're not here lock door to the basement because no one goes down in the creepy basement <laughs> and just be quiet and you could probably get like three hours of ocarina of time playing 
And it was literally, like, the best Christmas I ever had. Like, beyond the fact that it, like, had snowed and all that, like, standard Christmas stuff that's super fun, it was, like, me sitting in a basement completely alone while my dad, like, talked to everyone, and I just got to play Legend of Zelda for, you know, three and a half hours before someone finally realized I was downstairs playing video games. And I think that totally shaped, like, my whole video game kind of obsession. I had, like, soon after that, I started playing Final Fantasy VII. I think I didn't understand it before that, because I was, like, nine. I don't think I knew how anything worked. Like, that moment, you know what I mean? Like, playing an RPG for the first time, sort of, or, like, an adventure game, really, just, like, it, everything fell into place. And I was like, now this is my thing. And it was, like, that first moment I had of playing a game where I had, like, that feeling of wonder. And it was why, honestly, when Breath of the Wild came out, it was the first time I saw a video game trailer that I felt like I did when I was, like, nine years old. I was like, wow, I'm buying this immediately. <laughs> There's nothing. I'm just going to sit here Christmas Day and play the hell out of it. But, yeah, yeah, that was, like, the big thing for me, man. Like, I was that was, like, a very shaping moment for a young nine-year-old to play Ocarina of Time in my grandmother's basement while I hid from the rest of my family. Thank you much, Silas, for sharing that story. This has been a very fun and special episode of What's the Fun in That? I hope you had as much fun listening as we had recording. Alright people, it's been fun. What do you want for Christmas? I want a Beyblade. And what else? I want a um, Super Mario Maker 2. Okay. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.